what's your price to live stream yourself 24 7 for a year or to surgically remove your belly button or to pledge your afterlife to hell if you learned it was 100 percent real let's find out here to give each hypothetical the dialectical and get reflective on the subjective and make you squeal with some zeal for our spiel we're your hosts aaron rubin corny and Lindsay hicks also joining us today is a very special guest, Lisa Schwartz, and a huge 2006 Kyle XY trailer spoilers ahead, okay? So buckle up, brace yourself, and get out of Dodge if you are afraid of those. We about to get ABC family up in here. Let's do it! Today, we have the OG YouTuber, the actress, the wonderful human on this planet. That's really the most important thing. Lisa Schwartz. Yay. Oh, what an intro. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's very, very exciting to have you. We're all very happy about it. You know what's funny? I'm going to just be completely transparent. You guys are so sweet. And you sent an email and you're like, hey, can I introduce you as a YouTube sensation? And I almost died because that's like the worst. I hate that. So I was like, call me OG uh, YouTuber. If you let Lindsay and I unbridled just compliment you, that can be this whole hour, by the way. I would say Aaron and I are camping every day in a real compliment. Ooh. We have no other love language. It's just words of affirmation. So lap it up really just like a rain of adoration to those that are deserving of it you know we're not just giving it out willy-nilly we're not blowing rainbows up anyone's asses for no reason did my mom ask you guys to do this (laughs) she's a wonderful lady she is (laughs) this is all out of our own volition no, but Lisa, you're not off. I have an invasive Jewish mother who would be asking me, why didn't you ask that nice lady some good questions? That's not what she sounds like, but they all sound like that, right? They so. all sound like that. Yes, correct. Yeah. So there's Love a Jewish that. mother spirit somewhere guilting us somehow indirectly. Always and forever. It feels like a bit of a blessing. Lisa, what's been going on lately? Oh, you know, the world's just like falling apart. But other than that, like really just thriving over here. I mean, I think that sometimes if I feel like, am I having a moment of thriving? I'm like, no, no, I shouldn't be because everything is crumbling all around me. But I'm really happy to hear that you're having a thriving moment amid, uh, you know, the crumbling of modern society. (laughs) I think that's a very like valid feeling that a lot of people have. But I also think it's very important to like find the joy within the chaos. And so I'm trying. We're trying. Trying. Doing our best. I mean, we have this one life. And even if it is at a weird time, we should just have a little bit of fun with it. I mean, we have uh, antibiotics, air (laughs) conditioning, like there's a lot of nice things that we could enjoy. There's a lot of good. There's a lot to be said about just the quality of medicine anyway, because we're just talking about Lindsay's sick as a dog. And she is you sound great. Thanks. I don't feel as bad as I could if we didn't have things like Sudafed that I could just walk over to the Gelson's and grab whenever I freaking feel like it. First of all, love Sudafed. Secondly, love a Gelson's. Thirdly, your audience can't see what you guys look like, but you look amazing. You look amazing. No, I look like I have a cold. You look like you're about to go to the prom. <laughs> oh my God, stop. I wish I could go to a prom. I would love that. I feel like a lot of the like proms were wasted on our youth. Like, Can I get an adult prom where now I've really worked hard and I deserve it? That's a wedding. Oh, yeah, but I don't want that. If either of you want to go to prom with me, I've never been to a prom, by the way. You've never been to prom? 
No, if anyone wants to take me to a prom, I, I was playing Warcraft 3 on prom night and I couldn't make it. Wait, is that real? Yes. Or not Warcraft 3. Sorry, Warcraft 2. Sorry, sorry. Did you have a date that you stood up? There were attempts to get me to go on a date and I much rather, I wanted to play Tower Defense on Warcraft 2. So You just opted out of prom? Yeah. It's called Priorities. It explains a lot about me on a macro scale. It really does. It's kind of a beautiful explanation. But also, I've seen you have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were questioning that. That's hysterical. Do you ever go back and watch like early videos that you did? Oh, yeah. You're kind of forced to over time to like reevaluate what you've put out and be like, I'm going to private that now <laughs> times change man times change that's so real and like we're just kind of dealing with that of like we've all been so public some more than others obviously lisa and so it's like wow how how was i to know that times would shift in this way and then you have to kind of like go back and edit past that's crazy i mean it's crazy thank god high school and junior high was not recorded that's so real that is i think yeah. about that all the time and i'm like thank god but what if everything was recorded? Lindsay, do it. Question one. Here we go. Here we go. We're going into it. What's your price to live stream yourself 24-7 for one year? I actually have a general question about this. Do it. Are we saying like, what's the minimum amount I would like do it for? That's right. Or like, let's go maximum. Like, I'm a business lady. So I'm like, should I like wheel and deal right now? Or we're what's talking like take? minimum. What's it going to What's take? Going what to is somebody? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're bartering here, the three of us, to figure out what our what our prices are. Like, don't lowball yourself. The other question is like, I watched Big Brother. I really love Big Brother, and I never really watched the live feeds, but I do find them interesting when I do. My question then, on top of all this, is: Are you live streaming yourself everywhere, or is there one camera on in one specific place? And you're like, okay, it's on my bed for you know, on for 24 seven for a year? Or is it like literally a camera is following you around? I need the details before I commit. Are you in the Truman Show or are you Bo Burnham inside? Yes. Where do we land with that? That's an interesting question. All of it changes my price. If it's one camera in my living room, that's one price. But if there's a camera in every room, that's another price. And also, I don't agree with that. Also, am I allowed to like leave my house then like does it have to be a person like a person like a camera person following me all the time a team I don't know I guess we should figure this out 24 7 live stream I think we have to go off the question it's to live stream yourself 24 7 for a year so I think yourself means you have to do it regardless yeah so I think it's like you can have a selfie stick and you can switch to one of those like GoPro live stream cams or you can switch to your computer camera or you can switch to a baby monitor Let's presume that you're setting it up and maybe in the cost here is hiring a person to be the technician for you so that you can have them do it all, but that there's someone always running a switcher and maybe at times where you're indecent for it, quote unquote, I don't know what that would be for everyone, but like it's your, your face to us to be seen. I'm having major anxiety over this situation. Do you guys remember Twitch plays Pokemon? I take that as a yes. Your striking <laughs> silence is a yes. I like don't even understand what you just said, but no. <laughs> in 20, I think it was like 2013 or 2014, Reddit, no surprise, somebody, somebody like launched this idea to live stream themselves with a computer program where it's just the game Pokemon Red. 
I mean, I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with me here. I'll shepherd you to this land. And pretty much the audience input in the chat input the control. So go left, go up, press A, press start. And it was just anarchy. Whatever was input in it controlled the character. And it took less than a year for them to beat the game. And I remember just every few weeks, I would tune into Twitch Plays Pokemon on Twitch. And there'd just be a 24-7 live stream where the, just like over a million people at one point were on there just inputting a stream of A, select, start. And the divide of anarchists trying to make chaos and people trying to actually beat the game was fascinating. I'm just wondering if there's something to do with that, where you can make a very public event where people get a say into things you're doing through some democracy voting system where you can then create a show that brings you great fame through this ordeal you have to go through. I'm having major anxiety over this situation. Yeah, I don't want that. I have, like, what about like bathroom stuff? What about like intimate with other people stuff? Like they're not agreeing to it. <laughs> Do you guys watch reality TV? I mean, I feel like that's the closest to this. That's my question. I've never seen Big Brother, but you said that there's a live stream. Obviously, there's the show that you watch every week, but then can you like go to a website and watch the house? Oh, you can. You can oh. and you would. Like I <laughs> so I'm in like a group text with people that watch it. So I let them like tell me, or you go on blogs and they like highlight the things. But yeah, it's 24-7. Now, to be fair, they cut between cameras. So in theory, you might not get caught doing something if it's within a second. But yeah, it's 24-7 around the house. It's a great show. I just don't know if I'd want to do it. As someone that like sort of does this for a living, like I get the mentality of being like, well, how can we amp this up? How can we take this to the next level? Like, and I get the fascination of watching things like 24-7. You know, I, I get it. Even like on a very small level, we have security cameras like around our building. I live in a like a gated community. And I have friends that live here that like enjoy watching security cameras. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there is this very like deep, um, it's the voyeur, voyeurism. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Idea of like seeing into people. And I, Justine, who's like one of the OG OG YouTubers, her whole thing at first was, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I think she ran a camera for like this for a while, not for a year, but she got really big because of that. Um, and so I do think there's value in this. And I do think a lot of people are interested in something like this. But you have to be of a very certain kind of person or headspace to be able to uh, allow that into your home. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like people after a while, it would be a very comforting thing to be like, oh, I don't, I'm having a weird time. I want to go see what Lisa's doing at three o'clock on a Wednesday just to like have that cut, like always know that there's going to be a live content source with someone that they've gotten to know over time. I also think that at some point, and to, to your point, Aaron, that I would want to start justifying the things I was doing to whoever was watching. Like he and I got in another fight again, but I have to tell you why. Like, you know what I mean? Like just to start being like, okay, you're overhearing only my side. So I look crazy, but this is what he was, you know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> spot on. They would do such a mind like, fuck for you I I don't know sounds so intense <laughs> and I put my life online but like it's still that's like 
but that's constant and like no editing no editing no editing and uh, you know I think that there have to be some moments of of privacy like if you have to be able to like use the bathroom shower like I don't want anyone to see me naked or any state of undress I don't that's not that's not my brand even if you're in the shower and you feel a little weird about it but there's a big coca-cola sign behind you on the shower wall and you're just making it rain in two different ways wow listen this is a valid point it's only a year like a year goes by really fast as we've come to learn Mm -hmm. (laughs) unfortunately see i'd want to take money in this and make I, I I really keep going back to justifying it. I would want to make a musical for three months out of it. That's an impromptu lifestyle musical. I go to Starbucks, get a coffee after breaking a song because I've hired a mariachi band this month to follow me, and I'm doing it that way. And then the following month is going to be a marimba player following me on with a thing on wheels, or like the next day is somebody with a, a guitar or something. You just kind of create moments where you get to sing and do a performance. If that's being filmed, everyone's going to want to see the different ways you're doing it. Throw some brands on there too. Do a little product placement. You really can create a name for yourself. You know, you get to go on the late night talk shows, and people can watch it while you're live streaming yourself there too. I don't know. I think there's a real opportunity to become a real well-known wallaby in this zoo. You're such a producer. I really commend you for that. Such a producer. For that point of view. Lindsay and I were like, we just don't want to see people people to see us naked. Like, that's like our fear. But also there's a bunch of like pervy creeps on the internet that I would be nervous about. What's your price to not be nervous about it then? Yeah, there's (laughs) always a price. (laughs) You don't have to show all the bits. As long as you're pulling the hits. Frame your face. Ooh. Wow. Maybe show a little shoulder when you feel in the mood if you want, or show nothing at all, just forehead. We never said in the question how much of your body you want to show. Don't give me that look. And you can choose how much of yourself you want to show. I feel like Aaron's trying to, like, be your, like, manager right now. Like, get you in on this deal. A little bit. I just want Lindsay to understand that she can live stream her forehead for a year. If you uh, live stream your feet, you could really make a killing. That's true. I want to ask for a price where I don't feel like I have to hire a mariachi band and have a Coke. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to be something that I can do if I really want to, but that I'm making enough off of this deal that I don't have to. If I just want to be live streamed, this is my price base. And if I want to go above and beyond, because... Mama wants a horse named Fred, then I can go and I can get the brand partnership. Well, I would also want to get my apartment kind of fixed up by like maybe a cool designer (laughs) or something so that I look like I uh, have a sense of style more than I do. And I would want to have like clothes. So I looked kind of, you know, I was presentable every day. So that is an added cost. And that's not going to be cheap, even though I do live in a like weird East Hollywood apartment. I want it to look like I don't. I'm going to say $3 million. Yes. I love a businesswoman. What do you think, Lisa? Guys, I feel like you're going to be disappointed in my answer. (gasps) There's nothing you could do to disappoint me. I would never do this ever. For no price. No price. For like billions of dollars, you still wouldn't do it. I would not do it. I have lived my life. I take back what I said. You've disappointed me. $10 trillion. I mean, okay, maybe $10 trillion, But even then, y'all, I've lived my life so much online. And sure. it is it is such a 
a blessing in so many ways. I'm so very grateful. And I don't want to bite the hand that feeds me. And I'm so grateful for it. But I've also seen what it does and how it contributes to life and what it can do in a negative sense. There is no amount of money to have me on live stream for a year, 24-7. No way, no how. I need my privacy. I need my family to have their privacy. I need my husband to have his privacy. I need a beat. No amount of money. Won't do it. Makes sense. Money doesn't make you happy. Privacy certainly does. Too many creepers out there. No way. Boom. Yeah, also just like safety, man. Like if you did that for a year, people would show up to your front door. They would figure it out and they would be there. Like there's... I there's no world in which like I want to expose I made that mistake guys sorry to get deep but like one time like years ago my dog she had a collar on in a vlog these people on the internet zoomed in figured out my phone number and called incessantly like literally zoomed in okay that's just like the smallest portion of privacy issues when you enter online this is for all the kids out there you do, you really need to be mindful about what you share and like if you're doing this 24/7 for a year there's things that you probably aren't even thinking about like a collar that would be exposed that shit is crazy it's crazy okay so that affects my price then i would want to put myself up somewhere remote so that no one's hunting me down and I could just have my own like lockdown compound for a year that I could rent. But I feel like even a really schmancy place to rent is still only like what a hundred grand for a year to rent. I don't know. They can get pretty pricey. Like a fancy place in Utah. <laughs> well, how much are you going to have them pay you to relocate to Utah? I'm going to say 1.95 million. Let me explain. So I want to get the compound that I can stay at. These faces are painful. We're both like, that is not enough, right? And also nine point, just to go two. The 195 gets me the compound to hide out at. It gets me a, a technician to run all the switching and do all that for me. I would use that money also to build a harness that goes on my body to put the camera at a part of my body. So although people could hear my life, they don't have to see every part of me in a wide shot every time. I don't have to go Casey Neistat my showers. And yeah, I think it would also cover the bodyguard that I would have follow me. I think I'm okay with that price. I would buy Lindsay an ice cream cone and Lisa a hat. And I, this is enough money for all the things I want to do. You don't need a hat. It's not, don't read into it. Get, get, stop that. No, I'm I just, excited. I was already like, I just want to get you a hat. hat? Am I going to? Well, yeah. Hat? Hey, I want a hat. I don't, I don't want an ice cream. I want a hat too. Can I have a hat too? We want hats. We want hats. <laughs> That's the takeaway here. So, all right, let's see what the audience had to say. So, Lisa, we pull our audience every week. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's so cool. This is the best show. The high that we're seeing here is a billion dollars. Makes sense. The low, <laughs> Logan put $7,500. That's too low. Sweet baby Logan. Oh, this is funny. It always goes back to pooping. Someone here put $20 million and said, so I have to live stream myself pooping, showering everything. Man, there's almost no price that would make me okay with this. I guess the idea of 20 million would at least keep me going until the year was up. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the audience put over a million though. 75%. That's crazy. Yeah. Guys, privacy, man. Privacy. privacy, man. Lindsay, I have a question for you. What's that? What's your price to ask question two? Zero dollars. I'll do it for free. Millennial answer. <laughs> 
I'll do it for exposure. <laughs> What's your price to surgically remove your belly button? Quick, any or Audi? Everyone go, any. 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 I don't really understand how Audis work. Do you, Aaron? Audi, the car? No, Audi belly buttons. Come on. Sorry, we're going to like 1930s Jewish shtick here. Have you guys ever dated anyone or hooked up with anyone with an Audi? No, I haven't seen an Audi in a very long time. Me either. Now that I haven't thought about it in a long time. I've had a lot of feelings about belly buttons because I've always been a little self-conscious about my belly button. I feel like somebody mangled the job, didn't do a great job. Like it's like it's too big. They made it too big. And then I see girls out there with these tiny little be- and I'm like, this doctor boned me hard on day one of life and gave me a dumb belly button. And I guess I don't know if doctors actually have control over these things. I don't know. But I blame this doctor anytime I think about it. I'm like, fuck that guy. Who cut the cord though? Shouldn't you be blaming like a parental unit? Well, I don't know if it's the cord cutting. I don't think that that is where it starts. I think it's because they like clamp it so it falls off, right? Isn't that what they do? Yeah. They clamp it. Well, they cut, they do a, they do a cut and clamp. I'm grossed out. Speaking of vomiting, would you like me to vomit tons of belly button trivia at you that you didn't know you didn't want to know? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, this was my afternoon today. I'm afraid. I can't even clean out my belly button. like Because <gasps> you're grossed out by it? I like, uh, uh, like the feeling of like, uh, <laughs> the feeling of like, <laughs> my husband always is like, let me get in there. Let me get in there. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just, Whoa. Well, just to like fuck with me. And I'm like, I can't like, I don't think I clean out my belly button. If I'm being honest. I can't get in there. It grosses me out. Because you have a teensy tiny one. Am I that girl that haunts your dreams or your nightmares? No, you're like living this kind of like ideal belly button life. And I'm just like, I'm like, good for you. I never, I want to see your, can you put your belly button up to the camera? (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me the stats. But if I vomit, I'm sorry. Well, the important thing is that you should know, Lisa, there's 60 to 100 different species of bacteria, fungi, and yeast all living in your belly button at a time. But since you have a small belly button, maybe it's 50 to 90. Shut up. Never. I don't like that. I hate that. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to belly button the hell out of you guys for one minute straight. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not looking at my phone, but I'm sure our producer is texting me, Aaron, don't do this. You're derailing everything, but belly buttons. Here we go. Do it. So if you want to get your belly button adjusted, then you can get (laughs) what is, what is commonly called an umbilicoplasty. And so an umbilicoplasty is for people with excessive skin in their belly button, an Audi, or if this herniated, so it's bulged additionally around that area. Unless there is a bigger issue, you are not put out unless there's a hernia. They do it with local anesthesia, and then it's about a six-week recovery. So that's just to get a, a plastic surgery on it. Now, if you want to lose your belly button entirely, apparently this happens. Can you guys guess when it happens? There are two different surgeries that people can lose their belly button receiving. A gastric bypass? Liposuction? Oh, C-section? Oh, like where they remove excess skin if you have excess skin. So it can be a C-section, it could be a tummy tuck or an abdominoplasty, right? Mm. So any of those, they can either give you a new belly button or lose it 
completely, but there's apparently no known side effects of these things. Of having no belly button. Of having no belly button. So if we're talking about your price to surgically remove your belly button, it's interesting. It's not really a big risky thing. Lindsay, do you have a belly button piercing? I used to. Do you think that added to the gap or did that lessen the gap? (laughs) I mean, it didn't really affect it very much, but I have to say I really loved having a belly button ring. I got it illegally when I was 15 and a high or drunk on something. Yeah. Like I was a bad girl just running around (laughs) the backwoods of Texas like, well, somebody pierced my belly button. Um, And somebody did and it got very infected. But what I loved about it, because I kept it, I really worked through that infection. Uh, You could get the things with like big jewels on the bottom of them. And I would just get a big, big ass jewel and just really hide my situation. (laughs) <laughs> just troll doll it yeah. it's like a hard car exactly. wow are we bringing back troll dolling yeah absolutely <laughs> i never think about belly buttons i guess if you don't have a thing about your belly button you don't really think about it why would you yeah now that we know that lisa has the tiniest cutest belly button in america <laughs> i'm like what does it look like do they serve any purpose like now Oh, Lisa, <laughs> what, what a great question. Read the facts. Let me tell you the history of your belly button. Please. When you're a baby and you're in the womb, yes. do you actually want to know this? This, this might be, t- uh, I don't know if this is going to bore everybody. Oh, these are just belly button basics. Give me this BB base. So look, when, when, when there's the fetus and the baby, right? So the whole point of the umbilical cord is to trade blood between the mother and child, right? You're, you're, you're receiving oxygenated blood and then you're, it's removing the blood and waste and deoxygenated blood back to like the, the body filter, which is the placenta, right? So that's how the two work back and forth is it's receiving and giving out blood, right? Okay, cool. So once the baby's born, it's cut and clamped, the old cut and clamp, as Lindsay called it. And it, it just turns into a firm black stump after the first week of life or so. Uh, I hate Oh, God, I'm so grossed out. But what's interesting is that there are still veins and arteries that moved the blood to and from the placenta that collapse and shrivel up. And so they become this tough ligament and they lead to different sections of the liver that remain attached to the back of your belly button. And they're just degenerative. They don't really do much. They're kind of useless. But what's interesting is closer to the belly button, they're just like strings connected. But closer into your body, they become part of your circulatory system. And so... They're connected also to like your bladder and other things. So there's a rare condition that happens where the canal actually leads to the belly button, to the bladder, and then urine leaks out of the belly button in babies. And it's actually a surgery required after birth. In babies? In babies. So Can it happen to adults? Can you surprise pee out of there? What's the rule of the internet where if you can imagine it, there's a porn of it? Rule 63 of the internet, I think. I was more thinking like you were connecting the liver to the belly button. I was like, oh, can I like fountain vodka out of my... Well, there's body shots. Isn't that what it's called when you do a... This is how cool I am. This is is prom night Warcraft Aaron here. Yeah, you stick a shot in the the belly button. Yeah? Yeah. I'm grossed out. I feel like we should just seal it up. Guys, let's make, let's make millions and seal it up. Okay, so I guess all this comes back to the fact that the belly button serves no purpose. There's not a major risk to this. There's just dried up ligament behind the belly button, so you're not Ugh. really doing any real... Di- Lisa will be fine. She'll also buy a nice hat. It'll be okay. A top hat. I have a sidebar for this that I just thought of, and I think it's important. Take that bar and put it to the side. Take us there. I just almost wanted to sidebar my sidebar, but I'm going to go back to my original sidebar. Ooh, a double S. Do you remember the show Kyle XY? 
Whoa. This sound Nickelodeon? Sounds so familiar. I don't know, but I remember the show and I didn't watch it except for like some <laughs> previews of it where his, the whole reveal. Did you just ask us if we remember a show and then you said, I don't. The whole reveal that Kyle XY wasn't human was he lifted up his shirt and he didn't have a belly button. Because oh, he wasn't shit. born normal. He was grown in a lab or maybe he was an alien. I don't know. I never watched it, so I never figured it out. But that's how they knew. That was like the big signifiers. He lifted up a shirt and everyone was like, <gasps> he doesn't have a belly button. So, you know, if you got your belly button removed, you could potentially be like, I was actually, I'm an alien or I was grown in a lab or, you know, something cool and futuristic. Or you can have your own CW show. I think it was CW. It was actually ABC Family ran three seasons, 43 episodes, guys. I didn't know that. Our producer just texted it to me. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So I think we can all agree that it'd be the greatest party trick of all time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just jump right out there, everyone. I'm going to lift up my shirt, show off my belly button of money. I don't know what I'm doing here. And I'm going to say that my tucked tum would be 500 and 500, I'd say $600,000. Can you get a tummy tuck with it? I, I would. Why not? I may do the whole thing. But yeah, to lose your belly button, the risk is not massive. Yeah. I mean, I don't like surgery. Surgery I get upset about. It scares me. I don't like the thought of being under anesthesia, you know, so, you know, the price of it goes up because I have a little bit of, I have some nerves around it. I wouldn't really be sad about not having a belly button. It might be a little bit weird. Like if you're at the beach and people are like, that girl doesn't have a fucking belly button. So, you know, there would be, there would be that, the social aspect of it. But then there, you could also be like, I'm an alien, bitches. <laughs> you do say that a lot and it never really, you never can follow through on it. So this, this is your chance. So now I finally could. Here's my question. If I ever have a baby, and I don't know if I will, but I only have a few more years while I can. But if I ever have one, could I save this for after that so I can just get like that kind of like post mommy thing? A mommy makeover where they give you the tummy tuck and they do the whole thing? Oh, this is a good question. I'm going to say yes. Okay, great. So that's something I would get anyway, but then it's like the add on of like, don't put a belt, don't put the belly button back in there. I don't know. I got to say for the free, for the free mommy makeover, it brings my price down. I got to say $300,000. Mommy makeover. I'm getting a free, free plastic surgery, which is, it's an expensive procedure and I can pick, you know, I'm assuming I'll pick my doctor and I'll do the, I'll do what I want to do. So then really it's just like how much does like the emotional bit of not having a belly button. You could also tattoo a belly button back in, right? No, you can't have a belly button. It's not a hole. Oh, I mean, I guess, but then like, yeah, I guess, sure. I don't think I would. I think I would really just go with it. I would follow through with that. You'd go to the beach and you would just sport a clean slate Carol? Yeah. <laughs> I would be a real CSE. Good for you for knowing yourself well enough to know that you could do that. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, Lisa, where are you at? Well, at first I was like, dude, tough times. I'll do it for a hundred bucks. I don't need a belly button. But then I was really thinking, Lindsay, you hit you hit the nail on the head. I hate I hate anything medical. I surgery sounds awful. What kind of recovery are we talking? You know what I mean? Like that's what you're paying for, my mental stability. Like we do high-waisted everything, so I'm cool with that. 
So like, what's the amount of money that would like set me up for a while so I can just like, I was going to say like joyride. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> just cruise, just man. Just cruise, man. <laughs> I'm feeling that 300,000 is really a great number. What'd you say, Aaron? I said five or six. I don't know. I'm just imagining I got distracted when, when you just were talking about your attitude. And I was like, yeah, Lisa, I could see you really carrying this knowledge. You high waste everything, but like, you know, it's not there. And I could just see you being proud. <laughs> I've been working with like a bathing suit company. I wonder if my views would be higher if I didn't have a belly button. You know what I mean? Like I should add this in to the cost. Would I lose money or would I gain money? I would pay good money to watch you make the call to them and say, hey, interesting sponsor update, guys. <laughs> so I don't have a belly button anymore. I like, I feel 500. I'm with Lindsay on this. I'm going 500,000. Well, the, so Aaron, yours was 600. It's been confirmed. Oh, yours was 600. Mine was 300 and you're going five. Oh, yours was three. Sorry. I'll go five. Yeah. Aaron's the vein. Yeah, five feels right. Aaron's the venus of the three of us. Uh, yeah. Aaron's having a very capitalistic kind of time. Lisa, I want you to know, I'm going to have extra money there, and I'm going to buy you a hat with this one also. (laughs) You're getting hats. What do I get? You get your $300,000, and you you live your meager life. Lisa and I want to roll big. We're going to go to Vegas with top hats on, and we're going to get all-you-can-eat sushi and probably not eat too much because we ate earlier. Good, yeah. You can have one of my top hats. Thank you so much. All I wanted is one freaking top hat. And a, sm- a small belly button. <laughs> yeah. You can come no to sushi with us. Hate. We'll bring you to Vegas sushi. <laughs> you can get your, your vegan sushi. You can get avocado wraps. That does sound nice. Yeah. That sounds great. I accept. Yay, friends. Okay. Okay, so the high for this one from the audience poll was 50 million. Goodness. Dollars. That is wow. a lot of money. Someone they must loves have a it. really cute belly button. Yeah, they love their belly button. I would, I would love to know their reasoning. Yeah, I would just love to know. And then the low was $5,000, which, sure. I'm there. I get that. A lot of people were under 100000 I think that all makes a lot of sense. Guys, 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 guys. What's your price to pledge your afterlife to hell if you learned it was 100% real? That is a real tough Tammy. Well, you're the one in the worst position here because we're Jews. So it's not as bad for us as for y'all. Wait, Jewish hell is less, less bad? There ain't no hell. Well, there kind, there kind of is. But in is this, there... it's saying if you learn hell was 100% real. So maybe is it Christian hell because it's the worst hell? Well, in Judaism, there's a hell, but it's called Gehenna. And it's where you go after you He's die. He's more Jewish than I am. No, Lisa, I just spent more time on Wikipedia today than you. Uh, No, No, I remember this. I remember learning it in Sunday or Saturday school. Yeah, whatever. Sunday school. Sunday school. Yeah. 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 Whatever. I learned it at Jewish school. Yeah. Gehenna. You go there and it's like, it's like the good place. You go there for a year and your, your soul is pretty much put through the ringer to help purify you and help you learn the errors of your ways and help you kind of become more of like a, a pure person who's ready for the glory of God's golden kingdom or whatever. And so you learn to regret your wrongdoings and make amends and find peace through that process. So it's like a limbo hell, and then you go on. So if I learned that that was real for sure, but then it's, you have to stay there, right? 
is you pledge it to the afterlife, to hell. So you'd stay in Gehenna. You would just spend your eternity in a place where you've learned the beauty of self-acceptance and empathy. That doesn't sound so bad. Okay, but in the Christian hell, which I don't, I don't really, I wouldn't consider myself, well, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not really, but I don't consider myself a Catholic person. I was just, that's what my parents were. Judaism and Catholicism are very different because it's not like, you know, people can just walk away whenever they feel like it. Like, it's not that, it's not that serious, not that deep. I mean, for some people it is, but anyway, also like my dad's Baptist, my mom was Catholic. It was a whole thing. Everyone was doing a whole, a different thing. But the the Catholic hell and Christian hell are just very bad. They're like poking you with hot stuff. They're burning you alive. Yeah, you're screwed. They're really torturing you heavily in a hot, hot heat place. Um, it's just basically torture. It's basically violent, violent torture forever. And that sounds bad to me. I don't <laughs> want it. I don't think that there's any amount of money that I would accept because it's like, okay, so I get to spend a lot of money in my life and then the rest of eternity of like fire torture? No, good. Yeah, I was going to ask like, what's the alternative? So if you don't take the money, then you go to heaven? Like what's, what are we talking? I think the way it works here is you just, you're not going to do it. So is there, is there a price that would get you to do this? No, it's eternity. Yeah, that sucks. If it was like a year of hell, but then you get to hell and they're like, well, luckily one year down here is one million year. You know what I mean? Like they're tricky in hell. I've, I've come to understand from Dante's Inferno. But even if you like live a great life and you take the money and you're like doing good and you're giving away, you still have this like pending doom that you're going to be going to hell. Like I just can't see a, a version in which it makes sense. This would be the first time all three opted out. Like, there's just no price to get you to do it if you learn it's 100% real. It's eternity. And okay, here's my thing is like, okay, so hell is real. Heaven is real. What if hell is like not really that bad? It's right. like, you right. know, you only get frozen dinners. But hell is, or... hell is bad. Like that's what hell's all about, right? Yeah, but like- But what kind of bad? This? Yeah, and what kind? Like what version? Lisa, don't talk to me like I'm Rob. <laughs> that's rob talk but like you know like in real life sometimes like you're in situations like this is hell like so like where are we at like what can we get a definition of hell yeah i guess it would suck because then you're you're trying to live like a saint if you know that you're going to hell otherwise if you know it's real but i don't know like i guess it just matters this speaks really badly on all of us it matters how altruistic you're feeling because if you really want to make the world a better place before you go then you could set a really high price and be like, all right, I'll condemn myself to hell. I'll die knowing it's not good for me, but then I'll leave behind $2 trillion to my family in a fund that takes care of starving children. None of us went there. And I want you to know, I blame Rob. But here's the thing about religion. Like in the, in the Baptist church, you don't have to have necessarily been a good person. You just have to make sure that you like recommitted yourself to the religion or were baptized or something, you don't have to be a good person because there's so many rules in the Bible that are impossible. Like don't wear mixed fabrics and don't, you know what I mean? Like what constitutes sinning and what constitutes being a good person and does being a good person matter? Or do you just have to follow the ridiculous 
rules of whatever book you choose. You know what I mean? Like there's just so many variables and I feel like it would be very impossible to follow all of them because what are the rules? Who's making them? Has anyone actually been to hell and confirmed what it's like? Because what if somebody goes down there and they're like, hey, it's actually like pretty like moderate climate. There's a beach. It's like a balmy 70. Yeah, like nobody's ever been down there to actually or wherever it may be to confirm its uncomfortability level. I'm not exactly sure like half of what you said, but the whole time I was like, I want her to represent me when I'm at the gates of hell. <laughs> like <laughs> she's making these rules. Yeah. I'm into it. No, this sounds awful. It sounds bad, objectively bad. Rather than leave money behind for everyone else where we know that everyone's going to be fed and Lisa gets a hat, you still, like I still probably wouldn't take any amount of money to do it. Way to make us feel like assholes, but also I would never do it. Doesn't seem worth it. Nope, not worth it. I blame Rob. That feels right. That feels correct. So I have, a, I have an alternative to this one just real fast at the very tail end here as we, as we finish sipping this fine Chardonnay today. The real question is, if you're stuck knowing that you're going to heaven no matter what, but you have to spend a year in hell, in like a really bad hell, if you agree to a price, like all that's in stone, how does that change things for you? Heaven and hell are real. You're, you're going to go to heaven. Everyone winds up in heaven, but like good place or, Jew, or Jewish hell or however we want to structure it. You're going to go through a year of hell or you can skip the line and go straight to heaven. What price would you have to be paid to do a year in hell before you go to heaven? Guaranteed heaven, but you have to do a year in the, like the Catholic hell. What's your price to spend a year in, in like the worst version of hell that we've seen in media before going to heaven? I'm a wuss, man. I like just don't think I can handle it. I don't know if I could do it. Oh, I, I would take a billion dollars and know that I'm spending a year in real hell, but eternity in the glory of heaven. I, I don't know because here those hell people are tricky and what they're going to do with a year. You know what I mean? They're Ooh. signing a contract, but they're literal demons and they lie. They could say they'll do it, but you don't know if they're actually going to do it. They'll get you down there and they'll never let you go. You don't think there's great therapists in heaven though, just to help you after. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you might not even get back up there because they're tricky down there. The hell people are tricky. See, and what I'm saying is Lindsay needs to represent us for these tough times. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we get the payout, Lisa. We get Lindsay through the bar. Yeah. Send her ahead of us. We make sure she dies first. You have to represent us at the gate, Lindsay. You have to get there first. But do I do I get a hat out of this deal? Yes, you get a fucking hat. <laughs> All right. Lindsay, good luck to you. I get a hat. <laughs> okay. So nothing can sway Lisa. Lindsay, can anything sway you for the year in hell? No, nothing can sway me. All right. And I'm a billion. So really, the original question, though, we're all sweeping zeros. Yeah. Let's look at what our audience had to say. The low was a million. That's sad. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I, I have a lot of questions. The high was 100,000 trillion. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> a quarter of our audience said no amount of money would get them to do this. Everyone's echoing here a lot of the thoughts we had. So listen, you're saying you at home, if you're thinking that, we're right there with you. Right there with you. Here's a little hardball for you. It's a little bit of would you rather of the three things we just talked about. Would you rather live stream yourself for 24-7 for a year or surgically remove your belly button or pledge your afterlife to hell if you learned it was 100% real? If those three, which would you rather do for the, the price mentioned? Take my belly button, motherfuckers. 
Jeans? I don't need it. Yeah, the, I'm I'm belly button too. I'm big time. I'm big time belly button. Yeah, button me up, <laughs> button me up baby. Button me up. Oh, that'd be kind of cute with a little button right there, like a little button. That's cute. A little tiny. Boop. <laughs> I won't be buttoned up about saying preaching, evangelizing the joy, the glory that is heaven's light shining upon us. That is Lisa Schwartz. <laughs> wow. That's so intense. Thank you so much. <laughs> I think the most important thing, Lisa, to celebrate your time with us here today is at the very end of the show, it's award season. What does it mean? So the first award is the Cheap Charlie Award. At $500,000, Lisa, you're the winner of, you're the Cheap Charlie of the day. Woo! Tough times! Woo! <laughs> with two nuns yeah you just no one's moving you today you're a rock solid you're a rock cheap charlie the big spender award goes to our friend Lindsay at 3.3 milski wow 3.3 is a low big spender but i'll take it lastly i'm proud of you Lindsay. to Thank be you. honest thanks also lisa longtime friend longtime listener big friend big fan big fun all the stuff. Feeling good about you. Love that you exist. <laughs> Lisa, you're such a good show pony as you strut about anything in the pony carriage in your life. I'm not sure what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Would you like anyone listening to know about anything in particular that you have coming up? You don't know when I'm saying please self-promote when I say, aren't you a strutting pony? So it's my least favorite thing to do ever. It makes me so uncomfortable. And then you disguised it with fancy words. No, I put out videos Monday through Thursday, and I'm so appreciative if you come check it out. I have a book, 30 Life Crisis. It's available on Amazon and at some Barnes and Nobles, and I have a few projects on the horizon, but for next time, friends, for next time. You guys are delightful. You're delightful. You are. This was so fun. You're so fun. This was really fun, yeah. And it's good to see you again. Hey, good to see you guys, too. You're great. Well, let's freshly wash ourselves of this outro and say goodbye. Goodbye, Lisa. Goodbye, Lisa. Goodbye. Thank you. See you in hell. Goodbye. <laughs> I know we're not at the podcast Olympics, but I pretty much feel like everyone out there would be holding up tens. Oh, that was a real triple sow cow. Yeah. I don't know what you meant by that, but I, I agree. It's figure skating and it's meaningful trust. I really, really enjoyed that so much. I am about to be hitting up Lisa on the regular being like, please, for the love of God, be my friend. I understand. I understand. That's where we're at. That is just what's happening. You know who's my favorite friend? You, the listener. And we just love you and we love what you do, which is listening to us. You know what we love even more? When you play along. So if you want to join in the fun, run as fast as you can to your nearest browser and let us know your worth. We're always putting up new polls over at humanvaluespodcast.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter for reminders and updates. While you're at it, just a friendly PSA that you can find transcripts for today's episode and all past episodes on the Human Values website. Again, that's humanvaluespodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode or if you just really like the show, please spread the word. We really appreciate it. If you mention Human Values Pod on Instagram or TikTok, or if you leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app and maybe leave a rating while you're there, maybe we'll choose you for a shout out on a future episode. That'd be cool, right? That'd be so dope. It's so. Oh, it'd be so cool. It's ice, ice, baby. 
Hey, guess what? We've reached the credits. Whoa, we're there. And guess what? We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks and Aaron Rubin-Corny. Special thanks to our amazing guest this week, Lisa Schwartz. Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brooke and Aaron Rubin-Corny. Our editor is Andrew Sims. And our music is by Omer Benzvi. All information, research, and advice shared on today's episode were expressed for entertainment purposes only. Statements provided by the Human Values hosts, production team, and guests should not be taken as professional advice or fact. In short, when in doubt, please don't listen to us. Human Values is a human content production. Are you British, Mom? I'm British. All right. Thank you.